Welcome to the Military Millionaire Podcast. All right, that's about as good as it gets, guys. Welcome back to the show. This is Dave, your host, and today's episode is with Scott O'Shaughnessy, who has been in the Facebook group for a while. He gives a lot of great information. I finally hit him up and said, why have you not been on my show yet? So here he is. And Scott is a retired naval officer who's been doing real estate since 1995, which is a lot longer than a lot of my guests. So he's been through a recession, and he's got some really good advice, some really good knowledge, and just a really smart guy. In fact, he stayed after the call to help me out with some situations that I'm dealing with to help me walk through and get some good coaching. Probably should have recorded that, but Scott is awesome. This episode is full of just all kinds of cool, different ideas. We talk about a different, a couple different ideas that we don't really talk about in a lot of other uh, podcasts. We talk about lease options, the lease option sandwich, and some affiliate marketing, which is just cool to diversify a little bit. So without further ado, here's the show. But as always, show notes are found at frommilitarytomillionaire.com slash podcast. Now relax and enjoy the show. You're listening to the Military Millionaire Podcast, a show about real estate investing for the working class. Stay tuned as we explore ways to help you improve your finances, build wealth through real estate, and become a person that is worth knowing. What's up, guys? Today, I wanted to stop and sponsor my own podcast by myself, which is a little cheesy, to tell you about the course that I'm launching called From Zero to One, Real Estate Investing for Beginners. Now, this is not a course to help you get rich fast. This is not a course to promise you to make a bajillion dollars, but this is the course that will help you get from zero rental properties to one rental property. It is designed to get you through your first purchase. Everything you need to know to get you through that step with support from myself, obviously via email and whatever, so that we can talk and I can help answer some of those questions for you. And it is extremely affordable right now because I'm launching it for only 97 bucks, which given the amount of content in there and the testimonials I got from the people who tested it beforehand, I am super on the low end for that price, but I'm going to probably have to bump it up in a little while, but for now, to test the waters and see exactly how many people I'm able to help with this, I want it to be extremely affordable because I want to help service members and veterans get their feet in the water. So if you are interested in learning about rental properties and you just want to learn how to get your first one, and then there are some bonus episodes in there to help you advance past that, but if you really just want to know everything you need to know to buy your first property without screwing yourself over, this is the course for you. Go ahead and check it out. The link will be down below in the show notes and back to your episode. Hey, what's up everybody? It's Dave and I'm here with Scott O'Shaughnessy and Scott is a retired naval officer who, uh, well, he says he's an engineer by trade, real estate investor by choice, and uh, he does marketing by default. And uh, so he's been retired for a while and he's uh, been playing the real estate game for uh, longer than a lot of my guests have. So uh, this is going to be exciting. I, we, we got connected because he's very active in the Facebook group. And one day I said, why have we not talked? And, and here we are. So uh, totally Scott, agree. welcome to the show. Thanks, Dave. appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, why don't you just tell us a little bit about, about yourself? You bet. You know, um, like I said, I'm a retired Naval officer. I uh, actually enlisted in the, uh, in the Navy in 1987, straight out of high school, did, um, did about 14 years and uh, then got picked up as a um, limited duty officer or a warrant officer um, is what's a equivalent for most people. So a field promotion. So I did my time in the trenches, started out in boot camp just like everybody else. And then I went all the way through and uh, <clears throat> made it up to a lieutenant, which would be captain, you know, for you guys in the Marines and the Army and stuff. 
and just realized that it wasn't a lot of fun anymore. You know, <laughs> 10 month deployments and being gone from mama and the kids just, you know, we were both like, yeah, this is, this is too much like work. It's uh, it's no fun anymore. So it was uh, time to hang it up and move in, pursue some other, other, other results. Absolutely. So you got out of the Navy. How did you get into real estate originally? The, well, as the wife puts it, I've always had a, uh, fascination she uses other terms but you know we'll, we'll keep it family family related for uh for real estate i don't know maybe it, it comes a lot from we bounced around a lot as kids uh with my parents and so we never really had a place to call our own so it was something that would just really it's like hey i've got a means to do it i want to do it and i always understood that real estate was kind of you know some place i wanted to be and, you know, long deployments, you read a lot of books and everything else. So, of course, Rich Dad, Poor Dad comes into play. And then so about 1995, actually started back in 91, but then I got ended up getting transferred down to San Francisco, started looking for a house. And uh, so 95, finally got around to getting one and um, was house hacking before it was termed house hacking. You know, uh, it, it just always made sense because we didn't get uh, – the off-base BAH and everything else like a lot of these kids do nowadays. Yeah. So we're, it was very used to us for uh, guys who are in the Navy that we'd have six of us, you know, um, kind of have a rotating, rotating beds and places in a, you know, two bedroom or three bedroom house or condo, you know, wherever we were stationed at. So I naturally did that, bought a duplex with uh, my VA uh, benefits and was cash flowing from, from day one with uh, move a bunch of my buddies into the other side, move my, uh, my best friend into one of the other rooms. And I was hooked. It's yeah, like, awesome. man, this is the greatest thing in the world. <laughs> why, don't, why aren't more guys doing it, right? Yeah. And that was back in 1995. Man, that's awesome. So that's, that's cool. So, I mean, the fact that it just naturally happened, because you're right, back, I mean, nobody was podcasting. I mean, podcasts weren't a thing yet. So nobody was out talking about house hacking yet. Uh, and that's just, it's such a great idea. It really is. And I tell people all the time, especially for uh, young officers, because they get the housing allowance right out the gate. I'm like, man, if, if there were like three or four young officers live in a house together, I mean, that's like the perfect scenario. And uh, I see, you know, a lot of people want their own place and I guess I get it. But like, I think back to me, my first enlistment was all roommates in different barracks rooms. And like, man, if I had been able to live in a house you know, a separate room would have been nicer than what I was living in. So why would I not house hack? Yeah. What's, what's the difference, you know? Oh God. Yeah. Having four guys and, you know, in a room with a shower and you're kind of like, uh, yeah, definitely having your own, your own room with a place to go is definitely the way to go. Yeah, absolutely. So did, was, was house hacking, did you do a lot more of that throughout the coming years? <clears throat> no, actually we didn't because, um, I'm sorry about the background noise. But uh, we didn't because it uh, ended up meeting my wife and together with her. And uh, the, uh, we, uh, she was like, nah, not so much so big on this roommate thing. So we kind of went from there and uh, just ended up, uh, you know, we, uh, we started doing what I called, what in my terms was really house hacking at the time of finding the worst house in the best neighborhood we could afford, you mm. know, the value add play, little elbow grease. We go through every place we got stationed. We, we'd buy that, fix it up and turn around, sell it for a profit. And that's when I was like, ah, I got this real estate thing down and I had to invest in what we're doing. Awesome. So a couple live in flips, a couple a house hack, a couple live in flips. And, and I completely understand the wife not wanting 
because I don't know that I'd ever be able to convince my spouse to, uh, to do that. Although duplex, you know, that that's not an issue, but I don't know that I'd ever be able to have roommates in the house as well. Uh, who knows? That's not an easy sell for a lot of people. <laughs> no, not at all. Not at all. So, all right. So then you did a couple of live in flips and then, uh, I mean, I guess I'd just be curious, like, where has it gone since then? I mean, that's you've been doing this for a while, so it's it's been kind of the same thing. Well, we got out of the game for a little bit. Okay. The um, we uh, I got stationed down, got sent back out to sea, got orders right around two thousand and seven, mm. and we were looking at a new place and everything else. And the wife kind of got this gut feeling of, hey, something's wrong. You know, we shouldn't be able to afford this much. You know, just kind of all of that. You're going to be leaving. How about we just rent a place? And it's like okay, sure. I'm leaving. Not a big deal. Well, that, that leaving turned into a 10 month deployment, Mm. which turned into the debacle of, you know, 2008 after that everything else. Exactly. So we ended up getting out of the game for a while, as far as that was concerned and just focusing on the, uh, uh, what we were doing and then turn around and move back up here to Seattle in 2012. And basically, we're doing a house hack now, bought a place like days before foreclosure where they were actually going to do it on it, got it uber cheap. And uh, so it's going to turn out pretty nice for us uh, on the end. So that's kind of what the wife and I do, along with uh, doing doing, uh, a few other strategies that we've done in the meantime. Done a couple of flips, realized that that is not part of my investor ID. You know, uh, I'm too old. I don't like the stress. I don't like dealing with it. But uh, if the right one comes along, you know, I'm open to it. But, uh, you know, that's really kind of what we're doing. The got a buddy of mine. I'm working with him doing short-term rentals. Took awesome. a great class by uh, Mr. Jay Massey, who teaches cash flow diaries. Yeah. And uh, through uh, the um, Renatus, which is an education company who I'm a member with. And so kind of working with them and uh, kind of plodding along. You know, it's funny. I just had I just met someone who uh, works with Jay Massey uh, two nights ago. So, yeah, he's really big in the uh, in the Orange County area. Yeah, that's awesome. That must be the, that's the uh, probably the single most valuable gut feeling I've ever heard of somebody having. Uh, you guys dodged a bullet by not buying in two thousand seven. It sounds like oh, huge. Um, you know, we did. We didn't. Uh, we do, we did dodge a big bullet with that, <laughs> but we had gone through and refied the um, the duplex that I had mentioned that we originally got with the uh, um, into a conventional loan with the intention of buying something uh, else with my VA loan. Well, turns out you know all the bailout programs and all the rest of that stuff were great so long as you didn't have a standard conventional loan. Uh, so when we were upside down and trying to do, you know, restructure everything, the, uh, that, that one. So it was, you know, we ended up dodging, you know, like a 45, but kind of got grazed by a 22. Mm. So, you know, it wasn't bad. You just kind of wetted it out and we still cash flowed. We were okay. So it really wasn't that bad. Yeah. Just frustrating. Just very frustrating. Yeah, absolutely. So I know before the show, you mentioned, uh, lease options. Do you do a lot of lease option stuff? It's, uh, I haven't done a lot yet, you know, um, in lots of relative term, but uh, it's kind of a strategy I've gotten into and started looking at because the housing market is so tight up here in Seattle and it's kind of, we've kind of peaked and taken a turn that, and you know, everybody, everybody likes the big sexy, the, the fix and flip, you know, all the shows and all the rest of that. And it's just too, uh, it's uh, too tight of a margin for the amount of money that we play with up here. The, uh, when you're median price 
of a house is well over $500,000, which I'm sure you're very familiar with down there. And uh, it's kind of like, why, why am I playing with that much money and only making 20, 30 grand? Oh yeah. You yeah, know, it's, to me, it just doesn't, doesn't make a lot of sense. So I turned to, turned to lease options and figuring out how to do those and working with, uh, you know, some long-term landlords and some people who are, uh, you know, moving out of their place. And it's much easier to come up with uh, 20 grand that way than it is to try and work through six months of contractors and, you know, parts and, you know, materials and people and everything else and dealing with lenders and hard money and all the rest of that to, to get her done. So are you trying to buy on lease option or are you buying and then trying to sell it back on lease option? Are you trying to do, do, the, do it a sandwich? Yeah. Ah, so you mind quite, elaborating on that a little bit? Uh, <laughs> oh yeah. I haven't had anyone on the show who's talked about that yet. And I've no kidding. personally, so it is a beautiful strategy. Okay. And basically what you do is you, you buy, you buy something on a lease option. And then um, we've got a gal in our Renatus community who's freaking brilliant at this. And uh, she calls herself the queen of the $10 down deal. She's bought probably 50 plus houses with 10 bucks as a down payment. So you go through on a lease option or, or maybe even a subject to purchase contract, you know, something like that. Then you turn around and basically you just, you, you do a sandwich on it. You negotiate the, you know, you set up your deal with them on the low end of the, uh, the rental scale and everything else. And then you turn around and when you're doing it on a lease option, you set all your stuff up on the higher end because you're looking for people who make good money, but they don't have great credit. You know, a lot of self-employed people and stuff, you know, a lot of your professionals, your lawyers, your doctors, and a lot of these guys, they make decent money, but, you know, they don't have, especially for self-employed, they don't have a great credit history. And right. trying to qualify for a loan nowadays is very difficult unless these guys are, are making a lot of money. You know as well as I do. If you go with your taxes, you're probably only making 30, 60 grand a year. Yep. You know, in your adjusted gross income. So when you're looking at trying to buy a $500,000 house, making 60 grand a year, adjusted, you know, adjusted income, it's just not going to cut it. Nobody's going to give you a loan. No, absolutely. So you get them in there, um, you get them seasoned, you can show that they're making payments, that they're doing everything. And so when they go to talk to the bank, now that now they've got somebody who's been there, they've got some built-in equity, they've got you know some seasoning there. The bank's like, oh, okay, yeah, this you know, we're just basically refinancing this thing. Not a yeah. big deal. Today's show is brought to you by Audible. Audible is offering our listeners a free audiobook with a 30-day trial membership. Just go to audibletrial.com slash military millionaire. Now, why Audible? Audible content includes an unmatched selection of audiobooks, original audio shows, news, comedy, and more from the leading audiobook publishers, broadcasters, and entertainers. I listen to Audible every single day on my commute to and from work. Now, to download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com slash militarymillionaire. It's cool because you're right. You're tapping into a niche of, of people that you would want as a tenant who have money, who aren't going to disappear on you. And, and I mean, even if they did, you collect another lease option fee. So, you know, Hey, it works out for you, but exactly. If, and you're also, you're dealing with people who are owners. All right. Thanks buddy. Uh, Monday dinner. Yeah. Sounds good. Okay. Sorry about that. Sun just popped in. Like I mentioned. No, no worries. Uh, so the, uh, yeah, you tap into a market that these people want to be owners. So they treat the house like it's theirs because they want it. You're not dealing with a tenant. So it's a totally different mind shift and a mindset that these guys have. 
So it's really kind of nice. That, and you can be a little bit more flexible about maintenance and about, you know, taking care of stuff. And especially if they're, um, it, the, um, you know, depending on how you structure it, you can really increase your cash flow much more so than, say, a traditional rental. Yeah. I mean, it's a really cool option. And especially like you said, in a market like this, where you might get tapped out on loans or you might not have a down payment for a lot of stuff, you know, it, it allows you, it, it's kind of like a, I don't want to say the best of both worlds with a seller finance, but it's like a cross between, you know, seller financing and renting. I mean, it's, it's, it's an awesome strategy that I haven't gotten to use yet, but I'm very interested in doing so. All right, let's talk some more. We'll see what you can get you going. <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of, uh, like I mentioned, the house that I got kind of stuck on. That's one of my plans is, okay, well, maybe I can lease option it off rather than uh, just straight up sell it and lose some money or whatever. You know, I plan on holding it for a while. Otherwise, I'll never make my money back. But Right. You know, and it's, to me, it's one of those, it's a long-term wealth strategy. Instead, you know, you're making passive income vice the massive income, which, you know, everybody knows in real estate. And you know, like I said, everybody likes the big sexy of, hey, we're making 60 grand a flip and we're doing this. And it's like, okay, that's good. But you're also paying taxes on that. You know, but when you establish a business and your business does the um, long-term rentals or the lease options or something along those lines, it allows you to funnel a lot of that cash and everything else and keeps that um a lot of that stuff above the line of where you're at. So that way your, your adjusted income is a lot lower and you pay less taxes, but you're still making the same amount of money. So it allows you to live a better lifestyle at a lower amount. Yeah, no, that's awesome. I love it. All right. So I know you had said uh, marketing by default and we mentioned this a little bit before we started recording, but I'm curious, you said you do a little affiliate marketing to help kind of pay the bills. And I'd, I'd love to hear a little bit about that. I do. It's, um, to me, it's a great strategy. I mean, every, <coughs> excuse me. Um, everybody's got to have a side hustle. All right. When it comes to it, unless your main business is the side hustle, so to speak. I mean, your day jobs being a Marine, we all know it for a lot, long time. Mine was being a sailor. So, but real estate itself, until you get to some of the points where like Tim Kelly, Eric Upchurch, a lot of those guys with ADPI are, um, doing massive buying massive apartment complexes you know you got to have some way to generate that income to be able to buy your properties to do your stuff some guys like doing flips it works out for them on some of them others you know like myself i like using affiliate marketing to be able to go through generate the income and then turn around and use that to go buy properties or invest with other people who i know are, are doing good things to be able to be able to uh, kind of fund my stuff i mean you can you can even go buy seller finance notes with it you know with the, the money you make and once again it's a passive income strategy for a long term play and once you you know you know how to do that that's that's just a whole other genre of the real estate uh investing that most people don't even know about yeah i i just bought another probably my second my second book on uh playing the notes game because it's it's very intriguing to me it's uh and I, I didn't realize so I read the book uh, invest in debt and I read it after I bought out all my seller financing from this guy, but I guess I made a brilliant move and had no idea that I was making a brilliant move. I refinanced and I just called the guy and said, Hey, uh, you know, it, this is at 18 months on a five year note with him. I'm like, Hey, uh, what would you want if I paid you out for, you know, seller financing? And he just gave me whatever the principal was left. I was like, Oh, not bad. 
perfect. I, I paid it. And then I'm reading this book and they're like, if you can convince someone to, to let you pay them out and not pay interest on the remaining three and a half years. And so I did the math and it ended up being like a, like less than 1% interest. I'd paid this guy on the total note. If I, you know, kept it all the way out and I'm like, Oh, awesome. Like, that's awesome. You know, and I had no idea I was doing it. Now I'm like, man, that's a, that's a light bulb. Like I basically borrowed 10 grand from, or whatever the number was from somebody and paid them nothing. Yeah. And an effective interest rate of less than 1%. Yeah. Which is great. I mean, it allowed me to buy this property with less than 10,000 out of pocket. So nice. Yeah. So, so yeah. Um, the, you know, one of the nice things, the, uh, the real estate uh, education company I work with is the one who I do the uh, majority. I will uh, just say all. Uh, I, I'm a member of a few other programs, but I use that as kind of a bonus stack of uh, for doing that stuff. So it's kind of a to me, it's a win-win program, so to speak. You get to teach people how to get into real estate investing, and at the same time, you know the uh, the education company pays me a, a very very healthy uh, finder's fee or you know, referral fee for being able to uh, get new students. And it's cool because I get exposed from people to real estate investing and, you know, help them along in their journey and bring them into the fold. It's, it's really kind of cool. It puts a big smile on my face. Yeah, no. So I, I, I haven't ever paid into Renatus or uh, what's one of the other ones. Um, oh, I'm drawing a blank right now, but I, uh, fortune builders, that's another one. Fortune builders. And, uh, and I've got friends who've done both and done very well for themselves. So, you know, I mean, Hey, I, I actually used to go to the Renatus cash flow games out in Hawaii. Um, nice. I just Stand never, coach. I just, I was at this point where I was like, man, this is, it looks like pretty solid educational information. Um, at the time I had uh, like 10 or 15 units under my belt and I was like, eh, you know, I'd rather just keep the money for something else. But uh, you know, I had a friend who went through it and loved it and he's doing very well. So yeah, it's, it's really, it's, um, you know, not to get off topic on that or just to focus on it, but the nice thing about it is so many people get into flipping or like you, you know, you get 15 properties under your belt or you get a few other, you know, you get a strategy and you get it down. They're like, ah, I know this. I know what I'm doing. You know, I got this down. And uh, so, but, uh, you know, this is one of the things that uh, once I retired and decided I didn't want to start doing real estate full time and everything else, you know, I, I was of the same mindset. I thought the same things like been a landlord since 1995. I know what I'm doing. I've done some flips with the family and all the rest of that and come to, you know, and I've never lost money. Haven't always made as much as I wanted to, but I never lost money. Mm. So I was like, all right, you know, we'll take the leap of faith. We'll get in there. And man, just, you don't know what you don't know. And once you do, you realize, and I realized, oh God, I got lucky. <laughs> got lucky on a whole lot of things. And you know, you had mentioned before the wife and her gut feeling. And yeah, that's <laughs> that was a whole lot of lucky, along with everything else we were doing. The uh, there just is plain dumb luck that uh, you know we hadn't screwed things up before. Yeah. So. Yeah, uh, you know, and it's people don't like to admit how much luck does play a role in things. <laughs> so, what is it? Hard work meets opportunity. You know. There you go. But yeah, exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Well, uh, you know, I always like to ask if, uh, if a young E1, E2 or, or service member was to walk up to you and ask for advice for uh, real estate or whatever, what, what do you think would be like the first thing you would tell them? Get educated. Mm. Just like anything we do in a service, you know, they don't, they don't teach you how, um, they don't let you go fire a gun or a weapon before they teach you how to use it. Um, working for a piece of equipment until they teach you how to use it. 
everything we do in the service is all based off of education and you have varying degrees of proficiency before you get out there and do it. Real estate is no different. Yeah, it's really easy for us and we're in a unique uh, position because of having our VA benefits that we can take advantage of while we're actually still active duty. So we have that income and stuff, that kind of safety net coming in. But if you can go in and get educated ahead of time and learn a little bit instead of just, hey, I'm going to go buy a house and house hack or I'm just going to do this because I listen to a podcast or something like that. The uh, Yeah, you're probably going to do okay. But when you learn some of the nuances and some of the little hacks you can go about doing this stuff, you're going to do so much better. Mm-hmm. And you realize how much money, you know, once you do get there, how much money you left on the table. And you're going to kick yourself a little bit. So just learn, you know, slow down a little bit. Take six months to dive into something, whether it be your podcast. All right. Um, working with ADPI, Renatus. Not a big fan of bigger pockets, you know, um, because I think there's a lot of guys out there who uh, – aren't uh, as ethical as they should be, but, uh, sorry about that. No, no, but, uh, you know, and it, most of them are, uh, there's good information, but God, please just, just don't rely on YouTube university. <laughs> yeah. You need to get out there and actually, I, I don't share it. You know, I, and I, I have a YouTube channel and I try to keep everything fairly uh, basic because it's like, there's just getting in the weeds is very situational specific. And if you start digging into the weeds on stuff and someone takes your advice when it doesn't apply to their situation, it's, I don't want to be that guy. <laughs> no, I don't blame you at all. When uh, I do uh, study groups for our Renatus group up here in Seattle on uh, Thursday nights and constantly you know, up there facilitating and leading and uh, kind of going over the different classes and stuff where they have. And I constantly get asked, Scott, what would you do on this? Or how should I do that? And almost, I tell you 90% of the time, the first answer to the question of the first sentence out of my mouth is it depends Yep. because every market's different. Everybody's situation is different. So you have to look at that and understanding uh, going in. So it's, uh, and you know what my, uh, my compadres there, they, they get tired of me and they all kind of chuckle cause I'll stop. I'll look at them. They're like, it depends, doesn't it? And I'm like, ah, you guys have got it. <laughs> you understand. It does. It does depend. Uh, and I hate answering that way, but it absolutely. You know, that's, <laughs> that's even right now I'm telling myself, I mean, I've got my yellow pad over here that as soon as we're done talking, I'm going to go through my like million different options for how to finish out this property because it does depend. And I'm like, I got to, basically just write it all out on paper and then say like, I don't know, somebody whose emotions aren't involved. Tell me what I do. <laughs> like, there you which, go. You know, which I, one of these is the most logical? Shoot them on over. Let's bounce some stuff off. Sounds good. So uh, what is, uh, I know we've, we've probably already touched on it a little bit, but what's a resource that you would recommend anyone looking to get started in real estate? They, uh, well, first off, find yourself uh, a, uh, you know, a good mortgage broker to uh, go out there. The, uh, you know, Chris Griffith from vetted VA. Yeah. Uh, big shout out to that guy. I love what he stands for and I love what he does. And he's got a good network of people all across the country to, uh, for you to be able to talk to and they understand the benefits that we have. I've worked with a couple of different mortgage brokers over my years. I've had one. She's been my go-to gal. Her husband is a, uh, you know, retired E9 in, uh, in the Navy master chief great guy. And, uh, so she's been my go-to gal for years. She understands our benefits and everything else. She's since retired. Um, 
normally I'd send people to her, but you know, go talk to uh, go talk to Chris and his team, and uh, so you understand what you can and can't do with the benefits that we have available to us. And then, so that's that's the first resource. The second, I said like get educated, find yourself a good system. There's a lot of decent programs out there. Um, I'm partial to Renatus. Like I said, bigger pockets. Not a big fan of you know Fortune Builders does okay, um, but they're uh, they're 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 um, business model from the way I see it. It's always an upsell. It's always something, you know, for the next program or whatever else, but uh, there's good information in some of the basics that are out there. And then that, or just get to some of your local RIAs and talk to some people and get out there. And of course, feel free to reach out to me. I'll point you in the right direction or uh, tell you kind of, you know, what I know or what my opinion is the, uh, and we can kind of go from there. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Before we uh, wrap this up, is there anything we missed? Any parting advice, big ideas? No, not any big ideas. I mean, it's a, you know, this stuff, whether it be marketing, whether it be real estate, there, you know, uh, other than learning um, what I call uh, either cash flow banking, which is kind of an advanced system with, uh, you know, insurance and and banking and everything, or learning how uh, some advanced market strategies. In the last, I don't know, 30 plus years, I've been studying this stuff. None of this stuff is new. Maybe you get a different package or something like that, whether, like I said, real estate or marketing, but a lot of it's out there. You just got to learn how to apply it for your situation. And sometimes it's just connecting with the right people to explain it to you in a way that makes sense to you. That's one of the reasons, you know, I like uh, your Facebook group and your channel and some of the others that I've mentioned is they break it down for us from a, you know, veterans point of view of how we handle stuff. You know, you get, you get the old gun, he's just standing in the face and listen, they're going to break it down to your Barney style. So pay attention, you know, <laughs> or some old master chief, you know, just kind of, Hey, this is the way it is. And so sometimes that's what you need. And other times, yeah. you know, you, you want somebody a little slicker so you can understand the process. That's fine balance for sure. It is. Awesome. Well, Scott, where can, uh, where can people reach out? Where can they get a hold of you? Well, you can find me on Facebook. Uh, it's Scott O'Shaughnessy. Uh, you would think there's only one of me, but there's about a half a dozen. So you'll see it's Scott O'Shaughnessy, a.k.a. Shaggy. Um, that's on there. You can always contact me at scott at goatlockerrealestate.com. So that's my uh, Goat Locker Real Estate's my uh, real estate investing company. And then, uh, you know, connect to us uh, on any of the groups, whether it be yours or, or, uh, you know, vetted VA or some of the other ones that are out there. And I'm always happy to share, refer some advice, um, go through and just connect with people and see what I can do to help them out. Absolutely. I love it. There's a lot of good information in here and I'm, I'm excited to see, uh, you know, who reaches out to you for find out some more information about uh, lease options or uh, live in flips or, or, you know, even the roommate house hacking. I'm hoping that there's some young officers listening to this who are like light bulb. That's a, Oh, I hope so. I hope so. Let me tell you, it was, it made it, made it great. I could forward, you know, something that was well beyond my means at the time. This was before we got BAH and everything else. So God, you guys have got an opportunity. Take advantage of it. You know, what really grinds my gears is as an enlisted guy is I hear about the the career starter loan that officers can get through. I think it's through USAA where it's through USAA, like yeah. 25 or $30,000, like no interest or whatever for uh, uh, or, or some, some interest, but you know, basically some interest, but it's not much. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so I found out about that. I had no idea about that until probably six months ago and I found out about it. And then I started talking to people and I realized like 95% of the people who took that career starter loan bought a car 
or, or something, you know, and I'm like, I'm like, Oh my goodness, that was a down payment for a house that you could have bought. Not that you need the down payment, but you could have bought a house that needed work, put $30,000 into it and oh, I know it. lived with a bunch of roommates and like, Oh, missed opportunities. Oh yeah, man. Imagine you get some O one or even an O one E. Maybe you got a guy who, you know, does four years, gets out, or while he's on his GI bill or something like that, manages to <coughs> get his um, get his commission. Goes in, gets that loan, uses his VA, buys a fourplex, takes that thirty grand to dump into it to do a little value add. You know, it's just it's just mind boggling what these guys can do. But unfortunately, you know, I mean, let's think about it. What were, what were we thinking about in our early twenties? Women, tattoos, Harleys. Exactly. <laughs> yep. Wheels, girls. It definitely wasn't a house. <laughs> you know, that happened later in my twenties. Yeah. 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 So, exactly. you know, it's one of those, you don't know what you don't know. And so unless you're brought up that way and Lord knows our, our education system, you know, whether it be, Standard public education and definitely inside the military doesn't teach us about this stuff. So, um, you know, me like you and a lot of other guys, this is, I've kind of made my mission once I've retired to go out and try and educate guys to, uh, to get to this and you take, take advantage of the benefits you have. Absolutely. Well, Scott, thank you very much for joining us today. I really appreciate it. You bet, David. I'm happy to be here. You know, invite me back anytime. I'd be more than happy to hop on. We can we can deep dive in some of these uh, little topics we had mentioned and uh, kind of go from there. Yeah, that sounds good. I think that'd be good. All right, I like it. Have a great day. You too. Thank you for listening to another episode about my journey from military to millionaire. If you liked it, be sure to visit from militarytomillionaire.com slash podcast to subscribe to future podcasts. While you're there, we'd love for you to rate the show. Give us a review on iTunes. Now get out there and take action.